self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are a conversation con artists what's going on people it's your boy mr on point and i am cammy from street fighter why why are you can't why would you be cammy from street fighter i can't be chun lee now because of nikki but we gonna get oh, into hell. also known as calamity red okay well we are back for another wonderful episode well, i guess that's subjective you get to determine that <laughs> but you know from my perspective i may be biased but it's another fantastic episode <laughs> And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point. And I can be found at red underscore calamity. Also, we are still doing the listener letter portion of the show. So if you have a question you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it into our Gmail account, which is conversationconartists at gmail.com. Or you can find us on the Facebook and send us a message on our Conversation Con Artist page. Uh, we have not a direct letter to us but this is something that have been going around that we wanted to talk you about know what we got to do first player oh we're gonna do that first yeah we got we might as well knock the poetry out if that's uh, how you feel all right michael this is for you so we're accommodating a request <laughs> you know we're gonna do our a, a little bit of our poetry every week mm -hmm. i guess until we run out of poems that we want to do and then you know it'll be a wrap yeah so I went first last week. You can go first this week. Okay. Well, so I went through a period of really wanting to like be deep. Um, and so oh, Lord. I challenged myself to write poetry that didn't rhyme because when I, I started writing poetry in like ninth grade and I was like very A, B, A, B, A, B with my rhyme scheme. And then as I got older, it turned more into spoken word where there was like a rhythm and a cadence to it. Uh, and then... I just was like, I wanna, I wanna not rhyme and and still, <laughs> you know, whatever. So this is one of the I didn't I didn't do that for a long time because, um, I just identify poetry and rhyming together, so like it felt weird. To but you not do like rhyme. you did like this I did. work of poetry. I did that. Yeah, I, I wouldn't read it if I thought it was shit. <laughs> Y'all won't get my shit ones. Uh, okay, so and and because you know love was was the thing that inspired me the most uh whether it was like new love old love fucked up love <laughs> this one is about um well you'll see it's called learning to fall um okay we stand at the precipice too afraid to let go my mother always asked me if they jump off a bridge would you jump too of course the answer is no Teen years are not about falling, but climbing and reaching and climbing some more. But then we get older and falling becomes so important. And as we watch others fall backwards off the cliff, as we watch them fall down, we never realize that we are trying to fall face first. And the fear grips us as we see the eventual end. We don't realize that we can't see the bottom. We're too high up, but it doesn't matter. We won't let go. But I need to fall. Not the plummeting of a heavy heart, but the coasting of the carefree. We've stood at this edge, hand in hand, for far too long. So I release you, turn to face you as I move backwards towards the cliff, silently pleading for you to take the chance, take my hand, and fall with me. But I know you won't, and that's okay. As I fall effortlessly, your face fades until it is no longer in sight. I'm free, and falling in love may lead to my eventual death as a cold, solid reality shatters my body and mind, but I may just fall forever, 
reaching an existence where there is only he and I and our endless tumble through this life. Either way, I will enjoy the ride. I hope you learn to fall one day. That was it. Well, damn. <laughs> Yo, shit, all serious. What? <laughs> <clears throat> well, it, it's a non-rhyming <laughs> poem. So, like I told you, I was being fake deep, or not fake deep, but like I was trying to be. Deep. I mean, I, I hate the stigma that's on deep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I think people challenge what deep is when they don't really have a deep understanding of like emotions and yeah. human experience people don't think about that shit yeah you know what i'm saying i mean i you know i i, I jokingly say that but I, it was really to challenge myself because uh rhyming was so effortlessly like i would write stuff down and go back and read it and be like oh shit like that like i i, I had just gotten so used to rhyming and so I wanted to like step outside of that and try something different and so not rhyming was that and yeah y'all could determine whether or not I was successful at it but um I did make the attempt so okay well mine ain't serious at all well I'll do a non-serious one mine is just a play <laughs> like I I'm used to uh, working at restaurants and and drive-throughs and stuff so this is just a play on relationships if it were in the context of ordering something like if you could order your relationship wish you could type situation <laughs> yeah i know it'd be fantastic it'd right be amazing it's called how may i help you can you honor my request all right i'll have an order of beauty with some hypnotic brown eyes caramel skin and heavy on the thighs long jet black hair and luscious lips is my sides and I like my skin burnt, but I take it bright too, so any color in between those might do. You out of brown eyes, then you can hit me with a night or even a light hue. And I hope you got them thick with a little extra shake, but I'll take them down to the bone if the quality is straight. Down home, southern grown, even if I have to wait. And can you please put a little extra twist upon the waist? My order sounds a bit good, I'm itching for a taste. And I don't mind the hair, it can be a bit shorter as long as you put in the rest of my order. I like for the teeth to be white and display the cutest grins. And I'll take that body smooth with the silkiest of skins. And I'll have those eyes with a gaze that never ends. And I think big breasts and butts are currently the trend, but I don't follow those. So I'll take your smalls, mediums, or larges. I don't have a problem with paying extra charges. And I need that season with a bit of faith and a heaping scoop of love. With a little extra sprinkle of the kisses and the hugs. You can garnish that with a little bit of style and sexiness is a must. I can take that by the pile. Oh, can you tell the cooks that I'll have my order fresh? No pain, no broken heart, no longer feels depressed. Knows that love is here, no longer has to guess. Found this destination, no longer on the quest. Loves the strength of man and longs to be caressed. Never knows the future, but knows when she is blessed. That about wraps it up. Can you honor my request? There it is. That wasn't silly. The fuck is it you was, talking it, no, was a, it was not. I mean, I wouldn't say silly, but it was a, you know, a, a metaphoric take on, on relationships. Like, I'm talking about jumping off a cliff. Yeah, I know your <laughs> shit was about double homicide. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, possibly suicide homicide, depending on if you pull a motherfucker down with you. But, you know what I'm saying? It's just a, it's just a more playful take on ordering shit at a restaurant. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was good. I don't remember. This is like imagine imagine if this place existed. Imagine how many dudes gonna go up and say, "No, nah, no natural hair. <laughs> she gotta have a perm or a straightener, blow out something. <laughs> I don't want to see that." 
You know, it's a lot of dudes that don't fuck with natural oh, hair like oh, that. I know. And imagine how many dudes gonna be asking for light skin. Of course, I know. I know all of you know these things. Personal experience. Light skin. No, that shit better not be burnt. <laughs> better not be dark. But it was just, you know, just a silly plan. That's that. hilarious. It was good. It was a that we both couldn't have did like a serious one. I been depressing. <laughs> Although mine, I don't feel like it was depressing. It was hopeful, but I guess jumping off a cliff is a. That's what love is, nigga. You jump off a cliff. You don't know what I, the fuck gonna happen. For me, it's <laughs> jumping out, jumping into the deep end. It's jumping off a cliff for me. You, cause you could hit the water and then swim away and it be fine. Well, what I'm saying is, or you might, you can drown. drown. You might drown like hell. <laughs> don't get me when you jump. When you jump deep into love, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. You, you could swim. You might come out that bitch swimming, but in any event, you might drown. You fucking right. I feel like. Love is like a pool. I feel like you can get in the shallow end and work your way down and just stay at the fucking five feet if you want to, you know, right next to the deep because, you know, you you kind of you kind of want to be submerged, yeah. but not in a dangerous way. Like, that's love to me. It like, is. I want to be submerged, but I don't want to feel like I'm in danger of being fucked up somehow. See, I used to be the, you know literally the whole reason i wrote that poem is because i was a stand at, at the top like i'm not gonna jump we just gonna we just gonna fuck around up here we just i'm not jumping off of shit so <laughs> we just gonna whatever it is up here is what it is um and you know eventually you get tired of doing that and and you kind of have to it's a leap of faith it, it absolutely is you don't never know how shit gonna work out uh, as evidenced by what our letter is this week, you never know, bro. This you never know. Yeah, this ain't a letter. This is this is you know a situation came across, but to me it is fucked up. It's, it's one of the most messed up things I've seen in a long time. As hell. All right, this letter from this person on Reddit in relationship advice named Bill Nye's in a thigh. I don't know what that name is Bill about. Oh, Bill Nye's inner thigh. That's gross. Yeah, Bill Nye's right. thigh. Okay. Exactly. No, it's gross. <laughs> My wife named our son after her first love, and I had no idea. That... This is my throwaway account because she knows my main account. My son is five. About two days ago, we were out shopping and ran into a high school friend of hers. She was catching up when she told her friend that we had a son. When the old friend asked him his name, my wife hesitated and I told her. She had a strange look on her face and then said, you mean like your ex-boyfriend? Our son's name is very unique to the point that I've never met another person with the same name. Now she refuses to talk to me about it. I feel betrayed and disgusted with her. It's like a switch was flipped my mind in my mind and I can't look at her the same way. You refuse to discuss it with me, oh bitch. We're going to talk about this right now. That is so fucking disrespectful. Oh, I can't let me tell you something. I'm just, I, I when I read this, I tried to put myself in that position and I tried to think about if I had a daughter and I have been calling her Susan for five years. And we run across one of your homeboys and and say, yeah, you know, we got a little five-year-old Susan. And they be like, well, not even Susan, because this name was so unique. Ain't no mistake in it. Susan, you, it could be anybody. Susanisha. <laughs> this <laughs> is a, a very distinctive name. Like, I don't even. Like, it not, it's not <laughs> one of those names where you had a chance to not give a fuck about your old boyfriend and come forget, across the name yeah, again like, oh, and yeah. be that that's a cool name and then name your child after that 
it's a name that not many people in the world have so like your inspiration for naming your kid this is very apparent i don't know what i would do because that is such a betrayal of like i i just like you married to me but you naming kids after this bitch like no <laughs> that and then you talking about you were we ain't gonna talk about this oh you finna get out we either gonna talk about it today or you can pack your little bag what you mean to like talk about it ain't the resolution I, it ain't the resolution but you ain't gonna tell me that we ain't talking about it like i don't even know what the resolution is what is the resolution to that because the kid is five he knows his name he then got comfortable with that name his friends call him that name five years old you in school you teach like what don't give it? a fuck <laughs> that nigga name getting changed <laughs> today but that's punishing the kid. He got a like. No, it's not. It is. That we'll was his let na- him choose his middle name then. He'll like that. <laughs> we'll choose the first name. He'll choose his little middle name. And then he get be a part of the process. Oh, she was so fucking rude for that. Like, And if it's that unique, he probably don't like his damn name no way. You know how people that yeah, get their that's names right. that's not common. He might not even like that shit. He might not. What would lead you to that conclusion like i just i can't think of first of all i would name my even if i had had a kid with my exes none of them had names that i would have been like we having a junior like he just had to get over that shit your name is ugly i i don't want to do that but like now moving forward whoever i marry like that wouldn't even cross my mind to do that it's just so disrespectful like and then it's a son y'all didn't name his son after him you named his son after another nigga that you was fucking with the disrespect i just wonder like <laughs> is it really like was her naming him that supposed to be like a subtle nod to her valuing that relationship or did she just really like the name separate of the dude now i know it don't matter it don't at the matter. end of the day <laughs> but i'm just saying like i'm interested to know her motivation when she'd be like well, I love that relationship, so I'm gonna name my son after that. Because that, I mean, those are two; those two things make it bad. One would make it worse than the other one. You know what I'm I saying? Mean, even the friend was like, "Bitch, what's wrong with you?" Well, you after your first head? off, that goddamn friend dropped a grenade in their relationship <laughs> and got the fuck on. Number one, that was disrespectful as shit. Like maybe she didn't have time to process, but I'm gonna she tell you right now, <laughs> if 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 I was in that situation and I was the one that had the knowledge that that was your ex boyfriend name, I'm not the one that's exposing that shit. She probably I'll just be like, oh, oh, okay. But you know, as a husband, I would have sensed my wife hesitation to tell her friend that name and be the, like, what was that about? The wife hesitated. The friend got a weird look on her face even before she said your ex nigga like. She all he already was like she hesitated. The friend got this look like it was already some weirdness about that. Even before she went ahead and said, "She was stewing already." Yeah, even before she said, "Yo, ex nigga name, bitch." Like that whole situation was in a crock pot of bullshit right now. No, I would have been like, "What? This shit turned awkward for some reason." (laughs) Exactly. Because like, what's happening? All she did was say, "What the little nigga name?" Like, why is this such an awkward situation now? Oh, that's so. Uh, I I don't even. You know. know what? You know what? It's one thing if she broke down and told me what was going on, but if she won't talk to me about it, that's ground for divorce. Yeah, that's the grounds for me leaving the fuck out of her. That's rude. I'm gonna tell you right now. Good but God. at the time, the point that I get married, 
whoever I marry gonna know that marriage don't mean shit to me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, lead don't get me wrong. <laughs> my my devotion to you is void and separate from this marriage, a, a marriage or a ring or any of that. Like the fact that I told you that you're the one I want to be with and I'm gonna be with. That matters to me more than any of that shit. And those things are contingent upon being able to trust you. So me marrying you ain't enough to keep me with you if you break that shit that makes a marriage to me important. Which is the trust, which is the devotion, which is, you know, being open and honest. And the, if I keep finding out little shit about your life that you haven't been willing to tell me that, that you know, impacts me negatively or just make me feel like I don't know you, then we got a situation. And like what he didn't say, but like, what if he had been wanting to name the kid after him? Like if he and she was like, no, no, I don't. We don't need to have a junior. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, there's just so many things that go into when parents get ready to name their child. There was so many opportunities for her to not do this bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, it makes me even if to- you like the name, even if you just really love that name, it it you just can't use that name. It, it's off limits for you. It's just off limits for you. It just is. Because even if 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 I was him, even if she told me like, hey, I like this name. It's an ex of mine name, but I still like it. You know, even if she was forthcoming, I still wouldn't have been. No, we named him Let after that see. nigga. Maybe, maybe she got pregnant by that first dude and maybe she lost the baby and may, maybe she had a psychological <laughs> fi- asphyxiation on na- that name in order to commemorate the loss that she had and you know what that's the closest i can get to understanding somebody doing that but it still wouldn't be appropriate to do no it still wouldn't be appropriate to do it's just wrong on all fronts like it's so disrespectful to your husband uh, it's disrespectful to your marriage or your relationship. It's just disrespectful. It like, puts your child in the middle of a spectacle. Because and now, is, now, how is husband gonna feel about calling his son that shit? I ain't calling because if we ain't shit. changing his name because you don't want to talk, then one, we finna get a divorce. Yeah. Or number two, we gonna change his name, or I'm gonna start calling him his middle name or something else. You know what I'm saying? Like that is gonna cause a uh. problem. And she a problem that she ain't even willing to address. And that's the shit. I don't play that. Uh, we ain't even talk about this shit. We fucking yes. We, stop. One or two things is about to happen currently. We's gonna talk about this like two adults and try to figure this shit out, or you gonna get the fuck out. Those are your options. It ain't no. We ain't talking about it. It that that's just not especially not no shit like this, dude. Like that's another thing. Like that that goes to the communication. Mm-mm. Like I feel like. You can say I don't want to talk about this now because you mad because I yeah. probably would have been one I, one. You ain't got no right to be mad. Number <laughs> one, okay. The only thing you got the right to do is figure out how you gonna communicate this shit to me. All right, I got the right to be furious in this situation. No, I'm saying she could be like I don't want to because you're mad. So I, I'm not. Well, yeah, saying, yeah, I'm saying yeah, 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 yeah. But the way that the way that he say that she's saying is making it seem like she angry for some reason. What the fuck reason. is you mad about? Bitch? That's what I'm saying. You ain't got no reason to be mad. Hell I'm no. mad, but I'll give you time to figure out how you want to communicate this to me. <sighs> That's what you got time to figure out. Okay. Now, otherwise, it's not many times in my life in my relationship that I have in the future that a woman gonna be able to tell me 
we ain't gonna talk about that. So how how serious was this boyfriend? Cause now I'm just I'm just thinking about the family, the grandparents, the the aunts and the uncles, and everybody that called this little nigga this name. Did they not know about the boy? Because I feel like at, at some point within these five, before he hit five, or before some random stranger, some random friend of her said something. If it was that deep of a relationship where you want to name this child after him, when when the other people have known, like when you first brought that shit, they'd have been like, "Bitch, no." What I'm you- sure they know. That's but, even more. Obvious. But that's them family. That's that family secret shit. Hell that's that no. shit that a family can hold on to for that person. I'm side eyeing all the family. The fuck y'all let me walk around here like like boo boo the fool for five years. Like all of y'all knew see, that she see, named me. I mean, child. now it may be time to be passive aggressive with the family. Oh, I'm go look. I'm petty as a motherfucker. So like, if I stay, your family gonna feel this wrath. They gonna feel the wrath of red. That's absolutely gonna fucking happen. Like, don't come over to our house. We'll bring him over there to you. You ain't welcome here. Like, oh fuck no. Like, like I said, this is gonna create a bunch of problems. <laughs> it is. I'm be, so you telling me your whole family knew this the whole time, and they sit here calling our son Jamariquai. Yeah, Jamariquai, <laughs> and and nobody was gonna tell me. And everybody now I'm sitting here looking like a damn fool. Yeah, and that's gonna make me even more mad. Like even just thinking about the fact that we've been going to all of these. Christmases and Thanksgivings and all of this shit and I've just been sitting there cheesing and shit like a dumbass because everybody knew this thing that I didn't know. Like I'm looking at all of them different. I'm looking at you. I'm looking at your family different, your friends, everybody that I feel like knew this shit and didn't nobody say shit to me about this shit. I'm looking at all of y'all different. And I know it's her responsibility and not theirs, but I just, because uh, I'm trying to think if my brothers pull some shit like this, would I would I snitch them out? Like if I know they named their daughter after like a bitch that used to come over to the house all the time and they didn't tell their wife, like I don't even, that's a weird position to put your family in too, because it's like that's disrespectful as fuck, nigga. Like I don't even know. I don't even know what I would do as a family if if that shit happened. My <sighs> name Benny, I ain't in it. That's your shit. Oh Lord. That's just a bad situation, like yeah. But it's one of them things where even if I know that y'all wasn't going to tell me or that I wouldn't even do the same shit that I'm asking, I can still be mad at y'all. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah, the pain. I can be upset with y'all, and you know what? I can treat y'all how I want to treat y'all from that. Ain't none of y'all welcome to the house. Don't even fucking darken my door. She's going to say, well, I don't want to talk about this. And I'm going to say, how long do you want to stay in this relationship <laughs> is the question you need to answer for yourself. Before you make that decision, I'm gonna pretend like you didn't say that. <laughs> so you need to come up with because if you continue to not want to talk about this, we done. You know, but you ain't know. wanted to talk about it for five years, bitch. Ain't no surprise you don't want to talk about it now. But guess what? I know now, so you gonna fucking talk about this. You done had five years to not talk about it, motherfucker. Expiration date is today. We are talking about this, or you got to go. Well, I feel like you may have to go anyway. <laughs> Shit. I, uh, I feel like That's the fact kid, that man. I feel like the depth of this situation is one in which she, this ain't the only questionable decision that she make in life. No, I feel like she just make bad decisions. 
I feel like she's a poor judge of 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 context and situations and and how she's supposed to make appropriate decisions, you know. Or it's just some trauma that's triggering, making her have have to have did that, you know. But either way, Ugh. this shit about to be over. I'm sorry. That, you don't not sorry. You don't fuck with somebody, kid, like. This my child. Like you have created a situation where, you know, I'm feeling weird about my own kid, my fucking flesh and blood, because you fucked up. Like that just, oh, oh, the rage. I, I can't even imagine what my response. Like if if my husband taught me into naming our daughter after one of his bitches. <laughs> I just, I don't even know what I would do. I honestly can't even say. I I don't know. Oh, that the disrespect is real. That's terrible. That's probably he one said, of the I worst. I feel betrayed and yeah. disgusted with her. Well, accurate. <laughs> like I don't even know what she could do to make that up. It ain't nothing she could do sexually because she's supposed to be doing everything anyway the trust like that as a again this is how not, can she make how can somebody make that up you can't i'll change i'll change, like it ain't <laughs> nothing but bullshit that come from trying to resolve this problem now our son name either got to be different or i got to deal with this name second and, and i'm gonna go find this grown-ass nigga on facebook <laughs> his name is his name is it's, it's gonna be found easy easy to find i'm him. gonna go find this dude and you think me and him ain't gonna have a no nah, i wouldn't do that no nah, it ain't his fault that nigga probably and then I'm sure like it, I'm just gonna be like <laughs> like this motherfucker look like Project Pat or some shit. Be like, woman, I know good and goddamn well you ain't named our son after this chocolate dark raisin looking motherfucker. <laughs> like like California this nigga better raisins. be handsome. This nigga better have some shit going on in his life. He better not have on no Jabal jeans standing in front of a car with 24-inch rims with a blunt in his hand. Because but if, if that's the case, that's going to speed up the divorce. I mean, I'm depend, be like, depending on how, how unique the name, because you know hood motherfuckers be on top of the name game with these weird ass names. It's very, very likely or possible that he might be just a hood nigga. That but your name, your name is... It's very telling of what your his, your future gonna be, and the reason I say that is because the people that name their kids crazy shit are mm. usually coming out of poverty. Yep. You know I hate to say that, no, that's but that, I mean that's what that's what happened. Yeah. So the crazier your, your name is, the more it's a possibility that you're not about to be shit. So if his name's crazy, I assume he ain't shit. And like I feel like if my husband came trying to convince me to name my kid something crazy, it's gonna take a lot of convincing. For me to do this so you caped hard as a motherfucker for this name knowing the origin of where this fucking name came like you are on my ass the whole nine months like we need to name her this come on this is a good name like because you would have to because i don't really like doing the whole unique name shit because it's hard enough for black people in america i'm not trying to make it hard on my kid yes you should be able to name your kid whatever you want to but listen i didn't seen it happen with my own two eyes when your kid has a weird name or a hard to pronounce name and somebody else got a regular name and they got the same qualifications, your kid gonna get passed over. You get it, right, wrong, whatever, that's what it is. So it would have taken a lot of convincing. 
to get me to do this shit. So then I'm gonna be thinking about the how hard you were caping for it, and I'm gonna get even more mad because bitch, I wasn't even with it, and you just kept nagging at me about it until I finally agreed, and now I find out the reason why you was caping so hard is because it was this bitch name. Like, oh Jesus, I I don't I just don't know. We I I don't think that we could come back from that. Like, I I don't know what because there ain't nothing you could do to make that up. Like, listen. Men, listen, men, make sure when you get ready to have a child one day, you collaborate with your wife on that name. Women, collaborate with your man on that name. Nobody get the name they kid shit we come to the situation with. We've got to come up with the name together yep. point blank because mm-hmm. i don't want to have no no interview process about so where did you find this name <laughs> is this a name from anyone that you've been connected to romantically in your past you shouldn't have to do that like well every, i mean yes most people have common decency enough to know hmm, <laughs> i used to be in a relationship with somebody and if I name my child with another person after this person in a relationship and the person I'm in a relationship find out, gonna it's not going to be good. They're, gonna be they're going it. to be angry. And I don't know how angry they're going to be. Maybe they would leave me. You know what I'm saying? Maybe Possible. they, like, a rational person would understand that ain't no good way out of the worst case scenario of them finding out what the name is. No. Absolutely what not. you thought you were going to do? Oh, I understand. You know, you have such a strong connection <laughs> with the person that you were with that it led you to desire to ch- name your child after that person. Oh, my God. Love is so deep sometimes. And I think that it's, you know, it's a, it's beautiful. It's, Why you, it's sound so beautiful? Like, you sound like Teddy Perkins right now, nigga. <laughs> If y'all haven't seen the episode of Atlanta, if you don't watch no other episode of Atlanta this season. Hi, my name is Teddy Perkins. <laughs> Would that you, shit was creepy as fuck. Would you like a softball ostrich egg? <laughs> y'all need to watch that episode, the Darius episode, y'all. That shit's it's good, but it's creepy as hell. Can I, can I get you some water? Okay. Oh, uh, bring bring Darius a bottle of water. <laughs> Twenty minutes go by. Your your butler didn't bring me the water. Oh, I don't I don't have a butler. I do that to uh to remind myself of things. What? <laughs> it, uh, watch Teddy Perkins. If you don't watch no other episode. Watch Teddy it, Perkins. Don't watch it and try to go to bed, though. That That's shit creepy. creepy ass <laughs> shit, but, but it was shit good. Was weird as fuck. But, like, if you think through that situation, there is no best case scenario. You no. should just not do that. It's just a bad But I just wanted to talk about that because that just was wild to me. It's so disrespectful. Like and like I said, if I, I just if my husband did named our daughter after some bitch he was fucking that he just can't let go of or whatever the f- like I <laughs> again I I don't know what, what I, I would what, what feel he, like like you did this to me. Like you did something to yeah. me. Mm-hmm. This this like this was an indirect attack on my pride, on my ego, and involved my seed. This you know what I'm saying? My fucking child that you decided to do. You didn't have a child with that bitch, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like if if she was so fucking great, didn't our daughter would be her fucking daughter, but she not. So now you didn't put this big ass void in this household where I don't want to fuck with you. I don't fuck with the name. So now I got to figure out what I'm gonna do about my child's name because you made a fucking stupid ass decision. Like I just <sighs> the rage, the rage. Like and if. I, I'm trying in that moment. Soon as the homeboy was like, "Oh, you mean like your ex girlfriend?" I just I feel like it would be like, "What's that?" Um, 
what what is that game y'all were playing where time slow down and you shoot? Oh, super hot. Super hot. I feel like it would just be some super hot shit where like everything would slow down and I would just turn like slow, like everything would just fucking slow down. Like I feel <laughs> like I'll pull out my phone and call call her mama immediately. Was was um <laughs> did did she have a boyfriend named the same thing our son is named? The mama finna either lie or tell the yeah, truth. Yeah, cause mama like, oh shit! If I told that bitch she was gonna find out. Well, I mean, if mama <laughs> is any kind of smart, she gonna realize, oh shit, he know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, well, yeah. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> Bye. And I'll it. talk to you later. <laughs> See you in Thanksgiving, maybe. <laughs> oh Jesus! Just don't. We might be divorced. <laughs> I won't put my hands on it though. I'm too good for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh i just, just don't do that for anybody listening just don't do that it's not a good idea it's not worth it it's uh, not worth what the worst case scenario is i don't even know what the best case scenario because i don't even know how you could work that out like the best case scenario is having somebody so understanding or so passive about the situation that that they okay with it but, but just you got to change the name or something and continue on It's some horrible women out there that there are some very passive men that deal with a lot of shit that they put out. Yeah. You know, and don't get me wrong. That that is not to overshadow the level of shit that men (laughs) deliver to women. Don't get me wrong. But in those instances where you have a decent man that's trying to do the best by the situation and just a horrible woman. (laughs) Oh, well, we bad. We are horrible. Very. We we could be terrible. Y'all hold on. (laughs) When it comes to a when it comes to when it comes to a woman, a horrible woman having a good man, y'all hold all the cards. When it comes to a horrible man that have that's treating a woman bad, he hold all the cards. Yeah, you know what I'm saying in society, especially. So I mean, I I, I had a friend that started dating a guy and met his best friend and set me up with his best friend, and me and him went out. He was nice, teacher was cool, and. Then I get a phone call from, was it him or her? From him. I get a phone call from him where it was like, <laughs> um, I, I wanted to be the one to tell you, but like, you know, me, me and your friend had a one night stand. What? <laughs> so you fucked your nigga's best friend. Like you, and you, you done so much that you didn't remember that this happened he had to be the one to be like hey you you know one night at the club like so then she had to go tell her dude like i slept with your friend <laughs> and it wasn't recent right but they did not stay together suffice it to say damn because can you stay with your girl after you know your best friend and fucked her if it was before you even if it was before you <laughs> i think so my question would have been like bitch how you ain't know like he had to tell you how you didn't remember what was you out here doing (laughs) that you don't remember who you didn't slept with like because like she hardcore did not remember she depends on how i feel about the person i mean if they bring me a motherfucking amazing person that you know just had a situation then I'm all right. I'd be all right with that apparently she was not an amazing person because that nigga was not all right but that's what i'm saying like (laughs) If you drink, if you bring me somebody that's like trash, you know what I'm saying? Like clearly, you know, 
I'm not gonna move forward that situation. But if it seems like this is an amazing person and this like the person that seemed like they made for me, you know, past dick ain't gonna mess that up for me. Even if it's your home, yeah. Well, he and she was like, well, you know, he really likes you, the the friend. And I was like, no, this is weird now. No. What if what if so what if what if my best friend hooked me up with that person and he had had sex with her and I start dating her and find out that she's connected to another best friend somehow. Like, what's the measure of when a best friend or sleeping with somebody that you connected to or know becomes a problem? Like, am I? do I need to leave that person now because they might have slept with somebody else I know that didn't even know me and that person were going to start talking? No. But you know what I'm saying? So, okay. For me, this particular friend, like, I knew she was out there. You know what I'm saying? Because we were friends. So, like, after I found out that they had something, even if it was a one-night stand, I looked at him differently. <laughs> So, so what you're saying is the reason it's a problem for you in this specific situation is, is because she probably got STDs out here, <laughs> and she she throwing it all over with blowing around with the wind. Yeah, and he because he had the audacity to put his meat into her that I don't want to be with because the quality of who he will put his thing in is is problematic. We never went out again. So, so <laughs> if if the friend. Happen to be a wholesome girl that don't even have that many encounters, and happen they happen to have hooked up. Would it be different? But I feel like with that, she she would have remembered. Like it also, it was the fact that she did not remember. He had to come to her at a set on a separate occasion and be like, "You don't remember me?" Like he had to describe it the night to her, and then she was like, "Oh shit, yeah." Like I feel like a wholesome girl would be like, "Oh, I fucked him," and maybe give me the option be like, "Hey, we had a thing, you know, years ago," and that would be different. But like she didn't even fucking remember, yo. Like I was like, "No," she was like, "He really like he." he's talked so much like i don't so care. you think that if she wasn't if she had remembered you don't think she would have no done that because it's weird like i wouldn't set my friends up with nobody that well, I, I know i with. know you wouldn't but yeah. somebody who who ass is blowing around <laughs> with the wind and landing on meats i'm saying if you think that she the kind nah, of person that still would have you up nah she probably still would have she'd be like well yeah i slept with him but you know girl <laughs> <laughs> like she probably would have but I, I was just like no she was like and i know girl i stay wide open so you know it ain't it ain't no big deal then she had to go tell her boyfriend that she slept with his friend i don't know if he i think she told him i think the friend didn't tell him but like at first when i talked to her she was like yeah you all right with it and then like maybe a week later she was like we need to get <laughs> Because one, I feel like one or two things happen. I feel like he's like, "Is his dick bigger than mine?" <laughs> or he already know his friend's dick bigger than his, <laughs> so he I just mean, gave they it were up. Like close, like this nigga was over to his house regular. Like they were close, close friends. So like he having to look at this nigga all the time, and like potentially the three of them hang out together. Like this was a weird situation. Like. It's fucking weird. Like they were, cause that that was why she she was like, it'll be so fun. We can date. We're we're friends and we can date friends and it'll be great. And you know we're all hang out together all the time. And he was nice. Like we went out. It was cool. He was nice. But like after I found that shit out, I was like, no. He's like, is this gonna be too weird for you? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I can't do it. 
That's unfortunate. So yeah. So I said all that to say that when 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 women fuck up, we fuck up like horrifically. <laughs> like some of us, some of us like ain't shit. And she ain't shit for naming that key. And then it's his son. <sighs> it is what it is. <laughs> oh Lord. Uh okay. If you have a question that you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it into our Gmail account or you can, which is conversationcardartist at gmail.com, or you can find us on Facebook and send it into us that way. Uh, I guess, have you, have you listened to Nicki Minaj's two new songs? Yes. What do you think of them? They are two songs about nothing. <laughs> I have no idea what she was talking about. She connected a whole bunch of stuff. She said something in one of the songs. I was like, what? She said she she won't shoot her, but she'll gun butt the bitch or something like yeah. that. I was like, what? <laughs> you were just talking about how you, Lil Wayne, and Drake was cool and on top of the game. And now you're talking about gun butting somebody? What? <laughs> I don't. I was lost. I have no idea what Chun-Li is about. I have no idea what Barbie Tings is about. Chun-Li is about... I don't know why she named it Chun-Li. I was gonna ask you about this because, like, I was a big Mortal Kombat person. I was not a big Street Fighter person, so I don't know what Chun Li's background, like, for her character is. Because the song basically, the Chun Li was about her being like considered the bad guy uh, of hip of, of, of female hip hop, rather, and like people making her out to be this mean catty person. Which, bitch, you all, you just made a whole song dissing Cardi B. Like, this is why. <laughs> But I don't know why she chose Chun Li, uh, especially because now when I saw Chun Li and I saw the cover, I automatically knew Street Fighter. But I feel like it's gonna be a lot of people who are gonna be like cultural appropriation. Oh no, for the age like, uh, and they don't. I don't think it's gonna be Asian people. I think it's gonna be people <laughs> that are non-Asian who get offended on behalf of Asians, not recognizing that she pulled this from a video game character. I mean. You know, I just think it's akin to cosplay, if you ask me. Yeah. I mean, on the cover, she dressed like Charlie. She Chun got the little um, but I, other than the aesthetic, I don't know. I don't know what she's trying to achieve. I don't understand why she chose Chun Li. Um, I don't understand why she felt a need to say shit about Cardi. Listen, I, I said before, uh, I ain't no fan of Cardi B music. But it ain't made for me. But I don't have a problem with her. Like, let her win. Let her do a thing. You know, whatever. I don't understand why. And this is why, like, everybody always says that it's other people that act like it can't be more than one woman at a time in hip-hop. But, like, this is Nicki doing this shit. Because you could have just came out with your music, let her have her her album. Like, I, I just don't feel like... And I wish, like, I guess AC or uh, Cole was here because they hip-hop heads. But, like, you don't have this shit in R&B. Rihanna got her Navy. Beyonce got her Beehive, Beehive. And they can, you know, they they they, they both make music and they have their fans and it's fine. Like, people do kind of try to put them against each other. But I don't feel like it's anything like what, what, what happens with female rap artists. Well, I, don't I mean, understand why. not even just female rap artists. I think I think that is a part of the essence of rap. One, rappers have this. I'm the best they persona do. ego. Everybody, like all the rappers, yeah. like you're as a rapper, you're supposed to be saying 
Like I'm the best. Yeah, but I feel like, but with dude, it's 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 always a flood of male rappers on the market. You always have your your choice of who you want to listen to that are mainstream. But I feel like with female rap artists, it's never like that. It's one person at a time. It's like it's either gonna be Cardi or it's gonna be Nicki. You know what I'm saying? Like you you don't ever have a flood of mainstream female rap artists at the same time. Got a lot of underground. Uh, female rap artists that you can listen to but as far as the ones that are in the mainstream it's usually like one at a time and I don't understand why that is well, rap is a male dominated genre it is but I mean whether you're talking about the actual artist or whether you're talking about the the producers and the CEOs I mean every, it's a male dominated genre yeah. you know and clearly that's that's where the 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 sex of the field is going to gravitate towards yeah. men you know it was also a genre that was, you know, created by men. Yes. You know, it's in in a time where misogyny was a lot deeper than it is here. I guess that's why I used to love Queen Latifah when she was rapping because she didn't play into that shit. She would cover it up. <laughs> she was talking about empowerment and unity and you and I T Y like you know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't it ain't it wasn't how it is now. MC like like it just was different. Um Hell, even Missy Elliott, like. But anyhow, um, did you see her interview where she was crying? Mm-mm. I don't, I don't like Nicki Minaj. Like I don't that. either. But uh, I mean, it's I, some artists that I don't really care for, mm-hmm. but I watch their interviews, like Kanye West or somebody. But Nicki Minaj, I am not in the least interested in that. I just had a friend over here this weekend that uh, was like, "Let's listen to him." I was like, "Okay." Whatever. I listen to them because um, they like listening to new, new, new music and stuff. I ain't listened to the new Drake track. I need to, but I'm not a fan. I listened to it um last weekend, and um, it's so funny. I had a conversation <laughs> with Cole because I I said I was gonna talk about um Taylor Swift, which is coming up next, and or uh, I'll we'll talk about it, but. I said I didn't. I have not listened to her cover of September, and I'm not going to because I don't feel like I need to listen to it to know that I I feel like she should have left that fucking song alone. But I did listen to Nicki because I don't really have. It's like I feel like it's just a different situation. But in the interview, Nicki started. I don't even think she was real crying. I think she, you know, she had E character. She's acting like she was crying. And that's about- why, I, to be honest, that's why I think she chose Chun Li. I think she just wanted to create another persona for herself, uh, okay. just like the Barbie yep. thing. I just want, I want it. I want her to. I want. I think she wants to like move her persona into another direction. Mm-hmm. So a whole bunch of shows she go to, she gonna be dressed up like Chun Li, mm-hmm. and she gonna be just like able to aesthetically. I guess connect with people through that nostalgia. Yeah. That's what I think she's trying to do. I don't know well, if it's that intentional and that, you know. She was talking whatever, about how she don't feel like Cardi showed her no love and the whole motorsport incident where apparently she's saying that um, something about her verse being changed or not being changed and Apparently Quavo had something to do with it and he told her that he would take up for her if she was his girl, but she wouldn't his some bull just some silliness. Some silly shit. Um and it just I already wasn't a fan of Nikki, but like this type of shit, like just put your music out, girl, and just and keep it moving. Like creating all of this like random shit with Cardi is unnecessary. Nikki 
the last time we heard from Nikki, she got set on fire by Remy Ma. She okay? did. It's taken her a long time to come out with something and distance herself from that situation. But now I feel like she's going after somebody that she feels that she can probably handle. Because she can't handle a Remy Ma. No. She's not going to handle a Remy Ma. Because her, her... And to be honest, I don't think she would be able to handle a Cardi B just because Cardi B's likability is yeah. far higher than Nicki Minaj. Oh, yeah. People love Cardi. Yeah, everybody is liking Cardi B just from random reasons. And I don't think Nicki got that strong of love from her fan base like she Cardi not, B got. She's not a, as likable of a person. Um, she's definitely not as likable of a person. But even with Remy Ma, like your response to Remy Ma was no fraud where you had Drake and and Wayne on it. Like, but you do a whole song by yourself dissing Cardi. You know what I'm saying? Like Remy came at you hard as fuck. <laughs> you did a verse on a song that had two other rappers on it in response to her. But then you come out with two songs making uh taking shots at um Cardi by yourself. Like it's just <sighs> I'm tired of Nikki. Um I listened to both songs a couple of times trying to get something out of them and eh, I just I didn't so well, I mean, we're talking about music, so you can go ahead into Taylor Swift. Uh, so Taylor Swift did a cover of Earth, Wind, and Fire song, September. If you ever been to a black barbecue, a black family reunion, a black wedding, <laughs> uh, you probably have heard this song. <laughs> you know from the first note what's coming. Yep. <laughs> I love that song. So let me go ahead and preface this by saying that I fucking dislike Taylor Swift. I always have. I always will. I think she fake nice. Like she created this persona for herself. And I feel like it's just indicative of like all white women. Because not all white women. But like just this woe is me. I'm the victim. Save me. I'm so nice. And I'm so sweet. And oh my God. you pe Like every time she went awards, she's she do the... Me? You guys chose me? Like, bitch, you didn't want like 18 Grammys at this point. Like, stop doing that. <laughs> like, she just irks my soul. She irks my soul. All of that shit with Kanye. Kanye was wrong as fuck for snatching that mic from her and doing what he did when he was drunk or whatever the fuck he had going on at that when he was manic. Whatever was at the point where he was like, Beyonce had the best album of the year. But she took that and she ran that I'm a victim shit and she made a song and all of this bullshit with Kanye. Like, I just don't like her. So I just ain't with her making um, this. <laughs> Somebody said the unseasoned version. <laughs> the unseasoned version of, of September. I just. I got a whole list of all the things I could think of while I was listening to it. Okay. It sounds like the Make America Greater, Make America White Again version of September. It sounds like the All Lives Matter version of September. It sounds like a Gilmore Girls Exit Track version of September. Oh God, it, it sounds like the unseasoned version of September. 
It sounds like the banjo foot stamp stomp version of September. It sounds like using a bar of soap without a washcloth version of September. It sounds like the NRA version of September. It sounds like Karen got raised in her potato salad version of September. It sounds like the clap on one and three version of September. It sounds like the mayo is spicy version of September. And it sounds like the I'm going to call the police version of September. Like, I can't, that's what three minutes gave me. That's what that shit sounded like to me. And I would have more if I kept going. It's fucking hilarious. But that's like I was like, what? What is this? So let me tell you about September, okay? <laughs> let me tell you about the song. The song is a myriad of instruments mm-hmm. and, and and phases of setting up that song into what it becomes. Because yeah. you hear that first, you hear that little no 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 no, and then you hear the beat come in, that yep. come in, and then you. <laughs> Before the first word even come in, you already crunk as hell at that point. Yep. Before a word even come in, <laughs> and then do you remember, remember the smoothness of that voice that bring you into what is gonna be a good time for the next six minutes? Man, all of that comes along with the Man. song. Yeah. She, this is an acoustic banjo <laughs> bullshit version. She just pop in with the words and give her own look. Like she tried to make September white you know what i'm saying <laughs> i'm saying white but she tried to make make it taylor swift but taylor swift is white and she is a ambassador of the white delegation when it comes to music <laughs> she is so that's what she like she she recreated that shit in a way that is not appealing now i listened to this song twice and in order to get that shit out of my system i had to listen to september I had to listen to Devotion. I had to listen to Let's Groove. I had to listen to multiple songs. But doing that, I went to Spotify to do such, right? Yeah. There is a fucking Justin Timberlake and Anna Kendrick version of September. Why? It was on the Trolls soundtrack. Why? But it still got got Earth, Wind & Fire vocals in it. They just doing like the verses. Okay. Well, I guess that's I'm like... So I'm listening. I feel like it's so, just certain shit you shouldn't. Touch. So I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to rewind Taylor Swift out my head. Now you got just and now that shit done tied up in a knot that you can't get out. <laughs> I thought I was getting it. I thought I was rolling back that shit I just listened to, and it just complicated the whole situation more when I was just sitting back in my chair and I was like, wait, that's a white voice. What is this? Um, Justin Timberlake and Anna Kendrick. Who, mind you, I didn't even know sang. Anna Kendrick. Thought she was just an actress. After the Pitch Perfect, she started because she sang in Pitch Perfect. So like she she started singing, and she was in Beauty and the Be or no, what was it? Into the Woods. She was in that, and it was a musical. Listen, she sings now. Listen, the thing about black people is that we respectful. Okay, mm-hmm. do you know of a black version of Bohemian Rhapsody? No. You know why? <laughs> it's because the artists who who recognize that that shit is fantastic, great, and amazing in its own right, they don't touch it. No. They leave it alone. Yeah. That shit is amazing. But white America, in its everlasting desire to have everything, is what triggered Taylor Swift's need to go find something brown and use it for her own game. And it, it just... Like, at this point in our existence in society, 
Somebody like Taylor Swift should be smart enough to know I shouldn't do that. She just heard this whole cultural appropriation thing with Bruno Mars. I know everybody was a part of that. Everybody knows. But she said, you know what? I'm going to go get one of the songs from the most beloved group within the African-American community. Don't get me wrong. I mean, one of the most beloved groups because, you know. We got to cut. But like that, and I mean, that's the thing. Like, she wouldn't know. This is why you don't fuck with shit. This is the and we coming up to to spring and summer where motherfuckers gonna have barbecues and and people gonna be out here listening to September. Like that's just our song for when we get together. And I don't want to hear an unseasoned chicken version of it. I just don't. I don't. I don't want to hear <laughs> the the dash of salt. I, I don't want to hear it. I'm sorry. Like that's dash just, of salt. <laughs> What you mean? Ain't no seasoning. <laughs> Dash. <laughs> Dash is seasoning. <laughs> it's just seasoned. What other songs do you think should should just kind of not not be touched? Yes. It ain't even songs. Nothing from the Temptations. <laughs> nothing from the OJs. Nothing from the Commodores. Uh-huh. Nothing from the Gap Band. Oh, what is that song? Oh, from the Gap Band. It's my favorite song. Damn. Outstanding. Outstanding, nigga. Outstanding. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Don't touch nothing from these groups. Okay? God. I can keep going. But I'm not because it'll take 20 minutes (laughs) to name all the groups that they shouldn't do nothing with. You know, at the end of the day, stay in your lane. Let Stay me, um, in your lane. I'm going to take some LeVar Ball uh, messageology and say, <laughs> stay in your lane. Let me read some of these, um, some of the tweets that came from people. Oh, my God. <laughs> they heard it. Taylor Swift covers September by Earth, Wind, and Fire. First of all, how dare you? Uh, if you were curious to hear what unseasoned boiled chicken breast sounded like in song, take a listen to Taylor Swift cover Earth, Wind, and Fire. Uh, Taylor Swift's cover of Earth, Wind, and Fire September is the bland potato salad Chadwick Boseman mourned us about. Unsure of what type of European sorcery is amongst us, but Martin Luther King didn't die for Taylor Swift to be out here covering Earth, Wind, and Fire. She bet not touch Frankie, Frankie Beverly and Maze. That's all I know. Another one. Frankie <laughs> Beverly and Maze. They can't do no wrong. And the black community, don't touch it. Don't touch our family reunion stuff. <laughs> Uh, I actually didn't think I could dislike Taylor Swift more. And then, and then, she co- she's covered uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire September. The magical and, an- and iconic boogie itself. <laughs> Honey, please go back to your child's play. Maurice White is turning in his grave. <laughs> Listen, I don't have that many, I don't have that many people that, you know, I don't, I don't hate Taylor Swift. I don't have many people that travels past the scale of, I just don't really register your existence very much. You know what I'm saying? So Taylor Swift, I don't hate her, but her existence is poorly registered in my in, in my worldview and my way of thinking. I ain't a fan because I think she fake. These the kind of things that take her further and further down that scale <laughs> to where oh now you exist, but I don't like you. <laughs> like I know you're here, and I'm not pleased by that fact. And I mean the thing about it is for any anybody listening, any any white people listening. Uh, alt white or other you know that you have songs <laughs> like bohemian rhapsody i love bohemian rhapsody 
I fucking love Queen. And I feel like you need to just let, let it be. That song is fucking amazing. It's got everything that you can ever need in a song. <laughs> they changed up the beat. It's just a great song. I don't think anybody should be making no fucking... Re- Nobody needs to make a, a cover of, of Bohemian Rhapsody. They don't. The only and- people who've been doing stuff like making covers, which I don't even... I exempt off on those... Uh, on the singing shows. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because the Dartmouth Airs did a whole queen mm. uh, playlist in acapella. That was in acapella. Oh, okay. You know, so it was a choir. But that was, I mean, it was like the main singer was black, but every, nearly everybody else in the group was white. Yeah. You know, and they did fantastic. But as far as a commercial artist yeah, redoing songs, and you know what? One of my favorite songs is... um. Drops from Jupiter oh, by Train. Yeah, that's one of my favorite songs. And drops of Jupiter. Yeah. What rejuvenated my my love for that song was seeing it performed by somebody that I liked on The Voice. Mm-hmm. And so I went to go look for a lot of different covers, and Taylor Swift covered a version of it. Taylor, continue <laughs> to cover other white artist stuff. You know that is. A lot closer to your lane than it is far away. But when you're going to Earth, Wind, and Fire, Taylor, you're just you just jumped down into the Grand Canyon of shit you ain't got no business doing. Sweet home Alabama. That's another one. I feel like if if Migos <laughs> if Migos took Sweet Home Alabama and fuck with it, white people would lose their shit. Like I forgot who who of sings. Course. Who who sings? Listen, Beyonce couldn't even write her own country song oh, that and go to the was, Aviator Awards. Was mad as a motherfucker. She Did couldn't you even see them do in that? the crowd. Yes, they were angry. <laughs> she couldn't even make her own original song and perform it in front of people as a country song. With the Dixie Chicks, she had the Dixie Chicks up there with her singing her song, and they still was mad as a motherfucker in the audience. Like they panned to the fake when nobody clapping or stomping their foot. Nothing. They were just angry. So I mean, I think that dynamic continues to play to the fact that black folks, y'all can't have what we got. No. But we can borrow what y'all have at our whims. I don't like it. You know what I'm saying? Carry on my way with son. Um, Carry on my way with son. Yeah, that um, just there are there are songs that they had that they all the songs mad. on the first rock band. Yeah. <laughs> and guitar hero free bird oh free bird <laughs> like it's they just they would get upset about that and you know what <laughs> if you go down a list and look at all of those songs i really want you to go try to find black artists <laughs> that have recreated them please do let me know where they are because we can go down a whole list oh, yeah. of black songs that have been recreated by white artists yep. but where is that on the other side and I'm sure somebody can find some isolated instances, yeah. but it's going to pale in comparison to how many on the other side. Alien Ant Farm did Smooth Criminal. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yep, where they were screaming. Like, oh. <laughs> um, yeah, like, Taylor, just sit your fucking ass down. So, like, I don't I don't know. She did. Did she do this and think black people are going to love me now because I did this earth, wind, and what? fire stuff? Like, I don't oh, know. hell no. <laughs> She, like, well, she probably said my existing fan base is going to believe that this song is mine because they ain't never listened to no Earth, Wind, and Fire and they think that that shit come from Captain Planet. 
They gonna be like, they don't know that's a group. I hate you so she much. Think that they, she, earth, wind, <laughs> fire, water, heart, by your powers combined, I am Captain Planet, a blue motherfucker with a green mullet come out of nowhere. Oh, okay? Jesus, I hate you That's so what much. she's thinking. She's thinking, they don't know nothing about this September. <laughs> and you know what? I found out because I was hanging with some black friends and they played and I was like, oh, I should do that. I just don't feel like I don't feel like Taylor Swift at her core was listening to this shit when she was 10, 11, 12. No. <laughs> this, that song has been around since no. I was born. Look, That my, song has been integrated and heard by me every year of my life, whether Saturday, I knew it or not early on. Saturday mornings when we had to clean up, my mama would put on th- this type of music. Like and I mean it would be a a, a wider most of my knowledge of like old school is because of cleaning up like uh, it's cheaper to keep her if it's cheaper to keep her mm-hmm. all of that we that was like every week that was our cleanup music that was get your ass out of this bed and let's get this done like that was very much a part of me growing up that's been a part of me being an adult because again family reunions barbecues weddings like we gonna do the electric slide. <laughs> We go like, th- like this is very much a part of our culture. It is. Now, I I will add, the only thing that black people do with white music is sample that shit and put it on a hip hop beat. Yeah. Kanye West, mind you, is the king of that. But they'll take an old ass song and take a little snippet mm-hmm. and put some some treble and bass and snares and drums around that, and then they'll make a beat out of it. But it's not, they don't recreate a whole song. You know Who what I'm saying? Who gave her permission to cover this shit? I don't know. They do need do to people be... need permission to cover something? I think you do if you're going to put it out and sell she it. She did this on Spotify sessions. So maybe Spotify is paying the estate for her to have covered it. I fit, but but I they fit. ain't you. But I think that the problem with that comes when they, when they use specific samples and specific music. Mm-hmm. That's why when you call something a cover, I think it has a different meaning yeah. in the industry that sampling you know then sampling it, it and then then using it then recreating it yeah. i think if she call it a cover and and don't make any money from it like if she just do it on spotify sessions and that's just supposed to be a you know like a free service or something that she doing that she don't get paid from and that she might agree not to do it in a concert or anything i think that you can get away as an artist with doing shit like that you remember have you seen do Jay? you remember go ahead <laughs> did you watch dream girls no you've never seen dream girls Mm -mm. okay not interested okay so at dream girls when they were first trying to get um damn what was eddie murphy character name jimmy when they were trying to get him mainstream they they came up with this song oh Driving in my Cadillac car. That was it. Mm-hmm. So they put it out, and like a week later, a white group, <laughs> a white group stole it and made it into this white ass song. They had on like Letterman jackets with girls and like the the hoop skirts and like. And this is what that reminded me of. Like Taylor Swift covering Earth, Wind, and Fire reminded me of that exact moment. In um Dream Girls. Anybody that's seen Dream Girls, you know what I'm talking about. They had the driving in my Cadillac car song and then a white group took it and it got radio play and the black song did it. And because this was the time in music where black artists it, it just they weren't getting the respect, they they didn't have to do shit. They just took it and, and made it into this white 
like horrible songs. I mean, it's, that's different though, because like I said, Sheen's still the song. But it made me think about this idea that I had one day. Like somebody asked the question, you know, what would you do if you can go back in time? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. My first response is, I'm gonna go back and I'm buying stock. First, I can't go back that far. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm black. I go back to the '80s <laughs> and I'll buy some stock. Yeah, you know that'll be a problem because I won't be able to use new money. What do you mean you won't be able to use new money? I can't go back to the '80s with the, the cash I can get from the bank today and expect them to oh, do something with no. it. I wouldn't be able to do that. No, I don't even know how I do that now. I need to go get some. <laughs> I, I need to buy some gold nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy some gold nuggets and then travel back in time, assuming that there's not a weight limit on time travel. But anyway, anyway, the other thing I was going to do was I was going to go back in time with a, a list of popular songs and the lyrics, and I was going to copyright them myself before the artist actually <laughs> actually create them. And that every artist, when they put out that song, I'm going to sue them for copyright infringement. That but is. only artists I hate. Okay. So Taylor Swift, <laughs> she definitely on that list. You know what I'm saying? Uh, who I don't hate that many more people though. Who do I not like as an artist? I think I do Tyrese like that. Yeah, <laughs> you oh, know these he's days. Definitely gonna be crying. I do Ty- after his first album. Like Please he can have everything out of that. I actually bought his first Dreamer. album when he was it had on lately the bus. on it. That song had lately and yeah. Then, yeah that, I like like early Tyrese was cool. I he like was, him. The video was relatable. Mind. Yep. You got the earphones in. You mm. singing too loud. You know what I'm saying? Like he was relatable. Yep. I feel like I do Tyrese like that. Who else would I do like that? I wouldn't do Chris Brown like that. No, Lee. Chris. I like Chris Brown. Chris music. gonna do enough to himself. I, I, you know, I, I hate that he do what he do, but he gonna know, do I enough like to himself. He but don't, don't get me wrong; it's, it's a list of people. I feel like I'm gonna go back, copyright their stuff in my name, and then sue them when the time comes. Now I'm somebody gonna, gonna murder me at a certain point because they're gonna be like, "This dude keep doing this to all these artists." I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. I'm gonna go back there like Biff with that damn almanac. Oh my god! <laughs> I listen. I got. I got to throw something out there because Biff remind me of this. This is completely different from everything else that we're talking about. So we can go to the next topic after this. But okay, have you seen on Facebook or YouTube this channel called Zach Morris is trash? No. So it's a it's a it's a dude on YouTube that's doing these shows called Zach Morris's Trash. It's like three or four minutes. Okay. It's about how horrible of a human being Zach Morris was. I didn't recognize any of this shit until watching these shits now. Zach Morris was a trash motherfucker. Anybody who was who watched Saved by the Bell in the past, go watch Zach Morris's trash and see how ridiculous this situation was. I'm trying to think of something he did that was fucked up. I can't really. Let me see. So in one episode, in one episode, the school was running this like a free gift shop store. Uh And they were selling books and stuff in it. And it was the nerds of the school running it and and Kelly. Yeah. Right. So Zach was not happy with that. And he wanted to spend time with Kelly. So he berated the nerds and made them feel bad. Went and convinced Mr. Belding that it wasn't profitable enough. And then kick them out uh, for Mr. Belden to kick them out of the whole situation, right? Yeah. So he finally convinced Mr. Belden to do it. And he said, hey, keep this low. Don't let nobody know. He immediately got on the speaker at the school and said, hey, the three dweebs that run the store, you know, y'all are out. I'm in. So he started selling like backpacks and letting novelty shop shit. And it started doing poorly. So what he decided to do from that is the girls went to swim practice. 
he convinced Screech to go and take pictures of the girls in their swimsuits, and he was going to sell calendars of the girls without their consent <laughs> at the shop. <laughs> now, <laughs> I'm sorry I had to go into this. The shit gets even worse. So he starts selling these things. The girls find out they're selling them, and they are fucking angry. They like, yes. cut this shit out. Mr. Belden's like, cut this shit out. Then some random dude come out of nowhere and say that he's a um, famous photographer looking for models, and he want to uh, take photographs of them. So... They all on board now. They like, okay, cool. Well, you can keep selling them. We we got modeling, you know, contract situations, right? Mm -hmm. So what happens after that is they get through with that photo shoot and that dude offers Kelly a trip to Paris. He realized at this point that he don't want Kelly to go to Paris because he want Kelly. So he convinces her in a whole slew of different ways that if she go to Paris, she gonna be disappointing her friends, <laughs> that he made Screech cry acting like you know he was gonna miss her and it made her feel so bad about going to paris that she chose not to go <laughs> and the creepy ass dude that came out of nowhere talking about going to paris saw through his shit and confronted him about it and it just turned into a whole you got to watch you gotta watch them shits i'm telling you i just can't believe i spent so much time watching a show and didn't realize that the main character was a horrible fucking person it it it's, it's not stopping. That's so funny. It's just not stopping. I'm sorry. I, had I watched to, I had... the shit out of that. California Dreams. I I'm going to show you one before before you leave. That's so funny. I'm going to show you one before you leave. <laughs> the way the dude break it down is, is funny, but it's like, I can't believe, like, how could I not see none of this shit that was going on that, that's happening? I'm sorry. I had to go into that. You can go on too. Well, I can go oh, into no, something. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. Let's see. Uh, Wichita Swatting Call. Do you know anything about that? What? So, imagine this scenario. Okay. Two dudes get to arguing mm -hmm. on on video games. They playing Call of Duty. Okay. One dude say, "Fuck you! I'm gonna call SWAT on your ass, and they're gonna come to your house and shoot your ass." The other dude say, "Well, my address is yada 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 blah blah blah. Come do it." The thing is, this dude gave the other dude the wrong address. This dude called SWAT to go to the house of the address he said, which wasn't his. So this dude inside of his own house, minding his own fucking business, seeing lights coming outside. Now, what he called and told them was that my daddy or is holding my family hostage. So this dude came to the door and opened up because he seen lights and shit flashing outside and they shot him within 10 seconds. <laughs> they shot this man within 10 seconds after getting a fake call sent to his house and him opening the door and being shot within 10 seconds. You, you know that that's a that's a regular thing. Like not not usually the person don't get killed, but like there was like this thing that was going around with people doing that, like sending SWAT to people's houses that they was mad with or like like that was a thing that was happening. Now I don't think I never heard of nobody actually getting killed, but like they be scared to death because SWAT well, show up. That happened a while back. What's going on now is the officer is not going to be charged. What? Officer is not going to be charged at all. Why? Don't know. And and the reason is because they said that he reached. They say he shot because he reached for his waist, right? Okay. The thing about it is, if this was truly a hostage situation, it's very possible that the hostage taker could have sent a person up to the door. 
who would not have known how to react in that situation. Yeah. So the fact that he was shot in 10 seconds, it easily could have been anybody else, mm -hmm. the wrong person, the wrong house. It could have been a number of things it was wrong, wrong with that situation. <laughs> Wow. But the fact that he will get no consequences That's from that, man, up. it just continues to point out the issues that we have in our society when it comes to the police. You know? But it also... That ain't even a funny joke, but like, that... It, uh, what was I watching on YouTube? That that was a thing that people were doing. They would get upset at somebody and they would like call and, and send SWAT to their house and they would make some kind of like outlandish claim that would get SWAT involved because like obviously just calling and saying some regular shit ain't gonna get SWAT sent to somebody's house like it's gonna have to be like a hostage situation or something like that that is fucked up I can't even imagine that's like me sitting in my apartment and like the police at the door and I'm just like fuck is going you know what I'm saying like you don't have no idea because he it, this wasn't even the guy that was involved in the altercation this was somebody who knew nothing about anything huh. fucked up I just, like I said, I just don't know what I'm going to do if I'm confronted with the police. You know, I, I'm clearly like, if your hands start off in your pockets, you're dead. Yep. Okay. Which is important for the police to announce that they are police, which didn't happen in the Stephon Clark situation. You know, that is a very important part. If somebody outside my door say, hey, it's the police. I'm going to be like, all right, officer. What would you like me to do? <laughs> I am an African-American male. I don't have any weapons. I, I mean, I can, I'm going to open the door slowly and, and I'm going to crack it a little bit and I'm going to put my hands up and I'm going to let you walk in and, and I, hopefully everything will be okay. You know, <laughs> like, so that's what the importance of announcing that you, you know, you are the police is. I mean, it should be. I don't know, man. I just, I feel like police have transitioned. They make it, I think as a result of so many people dying, the justification is that we scared for our lives. Mm -hmm. Well, to me, if you are that scared for your lives, you shouldn't be doing police work. Nope. I mean, I'm not saying that you should want to die. I'm just saying that police dying happens so little. Yeah. That the level of fear that they have is not justified to me. You know, or or suit the police up like they suit up the military so that if you do get shot by a nine millimeter bullet, it won't hurt you. Yeah, it'll hurt your armor. That way, even if you are scared, you won't get hurt because you have armor protecting you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Don't continue to use this same old tire. I'm scared. I want to get to my family tonight as a justification when you shoot somebody unnecessarily, when you don't let somebody in the, in the community get their due process. You get your due process and you get off of that shit. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Damn, it, it's just it's just frustrating and irritating. But, you know, that's what it is. That's all I got for that one. You can go ahead. And, uh, and water is wet news. Uh, Tristan Thompson is in the the news for apparently cheating on Khloe Kardashian. And the reason why I say that this is water is wet news is because Tristan Thompson left his pregnant girlfriend Jordan for Khloe, and now so they calling him third third trimester Thompson because <laughs> mm. apparently he leave bitches in the third trimester. <laughs> So I don't let me tell you something. I I don't feel sorry for Chloe, and it ain't even because she a Kardashian. You know, I don't like the Kardashian, but I don't feel sorry for any woman who 
I'm not finna be with you. You had a girlfriend, you leave your girlfriend for me. Because guess what? If you left her, I'm not crazy enough to think I'm fucking special. Because when you find the next bitch that you like, you're gonna leave my black ass too. Like I'm not I'm not convinced that I'm just so special that I'm the I, you left her because of me. You left her because you didn't want to be with her no more. You know what I'm saying? Like that there's a difference. And so Chloe was perfectly fine with this man leaving his pregnant girlfriend to be with her she was fine she was you know making excuses for it she was you know getting into it with trolls uh about it and now you pregnant and he out here fucking bitches that look like <laughs> your sister so i, I just I, well look this is how i feel about the situation clearly it's chloe kardashian so this don't apply to her but if this was a poor woman with tristan thompson this would be what cardi b referred to as money moves <laughs> you know what i'm saying I like i feel like that <laughs> listen i'm with every any woman who is willing to do this if if your wholeness takes you to trying to trap somebody <laughs> so that you can get some payments get tristan get him <laughs> Okay, you ain't really gotta love him until you get pregnant. You ain't really gotta love him. Mm-mm. Just get pregnant by him. Mm-hmm. He gonna leave you in the money. <laughs> Eighteen years at least. Do it. He's a sucker. He, he gonna put his meat inside of you, <laughs> unprotected, and you can get paid. Yeah. Unfortunately for Chloe, she already had that money. is not the situation. She got money, but she can't participate in trying to ruin his life. If she oh, want to, her mama already probably got plain. I'm sure it's gonna be on the show. Like Chris is already about to use this for her benefit because that's what the fuck. Chris is a madam. Chris always looking for the next come up. That's what she do. <laughs> so I know she got plans. The next come up in her daughters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I sorry, I can't help it so much. I couldn't help myself. Uh, I don't really give a fuck about her. Uh, really, I wanted to talk about this because so everybody flooded his page with I hope comments. Okay, so I'm gonna read something. <laughs> I hope you laying in bed reading your comments and drop your phone in your face. Uh, I hope your mom is eating a, a piece of cake and describes it as moist. I hope when you see a dog walking in the street and you ask to pet it, the owner says no. I hope every time you get groceries, it takes more than one trip to bring them in. <laughs> I hope every time someone knocks on your door is a Jehovah's Witness. I hope every empty parking spot you find actually has a Fiat parked in it. I hate when, and I'm that person now because my car's so little, uh-huh. but I hate when I'm like, ooh, a parking spot, and then it's a little bit ass car that I didn't see before, but yeah. I'm that person Disrespectful. now. Disrespectful. <laughs> uh, I hope every time you watch YouTube, a 30-second ad comes up. <laughs> I hope every time a door, I hope every time a door coming up, somebody holds it for you, but you're a little too far away, so you have to do that awkward fast walk. <laughs> this stuff ain't harsh enough. I hope every public toilet seat you sit on is warm. That's gross. I hope every time you in the club, you miss the beat drop. You know, at the point in time that I got to use a public toilet, I don't give a fuck what's going on with the toilet. Yeah, but if it's warm, that's crazy. I mean, I mean, it's definitely undesirable things is going on, but at the point <laughs> that I got to use a toilet, we in a situation, a, a public toilet, because mm. I really want to use my home toilet. Yes. If I'm going to an establishment to use a toilet, it really don't matter what's going on. I'm just going to have to deal with it. <laughs> uh, I hope your barber sneezes every time he does your shape up. <laughs> 
What is? I mean, what is the purpose of this? Just saying they hope bad stuff to. I hope that all shit ain't bad enough. Well, but um, yeah, they're all. Like, I hope you get an STD and your dick fall off on next to you while you in the bed. Geez. Penile discharge. Oh God. What? But that's like I, I guess these are like those little everyday annoyances that would be happening to him all the time. Like it, it's annoying if if you go to park and there's a Fiat, but if every single time you go to park and you think you got a parking space, like that shit would get infuriated. Yeah, I feel like that shit, shit all that shit should happen to Taylor Swift. <laughs> this dude, she's like she's like on the low tier of bullshit that need to happen to her. You know what I'm saying? From my perspective, yeah. he's on a high tier. He is. Well, you know what I'm saying? Like I mean, I, said, I don't wish no, I don't wish no negative stuff on people in that <laughs> sense. But as liberal as he has, is with his meat, I only, I only infer that something should happen that is likely to happen if he keeps sleeping around like that. And he, he was seen out with a cut. Like, like I said, let me tell you something, ladies that are listening. I, I, I know that you like to think that you're you know special and and wonderful but if you meet a man that has a girlfriend that is willing to leave his girlfriend for you he already wanted to leave he you're not special like so you cannot then be surprised if he leave you for the next bitch like that's his mo he don't work shit out he just leave (laughs) he get another bitch like and then Tristan Thompson didn't just leave his girlfriend. She was like seven, eight months pregnant with his child, and he left her to go be with Khloe Kardashian. And then Khloe get pregnant, and he leave her to be with whoever the fuck. He got he some was. kind of trauma. <laughs> he got some kind of trauma that's making him so afraid of having a, being in a child's life that he go. But you know what? Instead of a rational human being and saying, "I don't want children." <laughs> He <laughs> impregnates women and run away from the children. Like, what? What did that supposed to do? Stupid. It's gonna be somebody in this world that resembles you somewhat, and you sit here trying to hide and run away from them. Yeah, boy, you should have got that snip snip long ago. Yep. And now he got a. I think with Jordan he had a little boy, and then Chloe had a little girl with him. But I just again the reason why I don't feel sorry for Chloe is just because you dated a man that you i'm not gonna if you're capable of doing some shit like that if you are capable of walking away from this child that you created that ain't sexy that ain't cute that's not attractive at all i am not going to date you and not just date you she moved to motherfucking cleveland for this nigga like she moved away from her sisters and shit she's stuck in cleveland Cause that's what he playing at currently. She's stuck in Cleveland. Well, not stuck in Cleveland, but she can move the next day if she <laughs> want to. You know what family she got? Yeah, but she, she ain't stuck nowhere. She bought a house except with a baby. Yeah, bought a of house of a cheap man in Cleveland so that she could be near him. And he out here getting it in while you at home. Like just stupid. Like don't do that, ladies. Like you're not so special. It's not you. It's something with him that that he is deciding to do this. But bitches think they special. It's Listen. me. He girl, Listen, he left me for her, girl. It has not been that many. It ain't that many athletes that ain't out here philandering. Yeah. I don't. I just don't think it's that many athletes, celebrities out here ain't philandering. I mean, AC Green clearly one philandering. Tony Parker one philandering because his woman wouldn't let him go nowhere by himself. I would be very and Greg Hill if I found out this because that's Tamia. I would be very hurt if I found out Steph Curry was cheating on 
Aisha. He might be one of the wholesome ones. I'm just saying. No, I'm saying like I, I, I do expect he is it. one of the hosts. I would be so hurt. But I'm just saying <laughs> when you when you get a man that is in the limelight, yeah. that is getting ass thrown at him like frisbees every day. All of those men ain't gonna be like, no, I value my relationship. But look at her track record: Lamar Odom, French Montana. Like, bitch, you, that's all she dated. But the only only person we the only person we know that Lamar cheated on her with was cocaine. <laughs> So I mean, you know, he had a substance abuse issue, okay? He did. Oh, so that's not to say that everybody she date, you know, ain't been wholesome. They be not might not all been healthy, <laughs> but you know, I'm just saying. I just under the assumption that fidelity is a much harder path to take for individuals that are high profile than not. And sometimes, of the on the scale of those people who are who cheat more cheat less sometimes you're going to draw the card of the dude that banging five girls in the hotel on separate days and there's video <laughs> evidence of every single one yeah. of them he is stupid he is an idiot like I feel there like are pictures and evidence Gabrielle Union is in one of the pictures she, and she was like I ain't got shit to do with this I was there with how, my mom and them <laughs> how how I'm not gonna say stupid I'm going to say, how unconcerned are you That's what that is. your baby mama will find out that you're doing all this stuff, that it is another random celebrity <laughs> in the photo evidence of you getting with another woman. It can't get no worse than that. You can't be any more unconcerned than that. Gabby was like, nah, I ain't in it. She was like, I got shit to do with that. I was having a good ass time with my mom and my sisters. Get the fuck on with that. <laughs> I don't know her. Yeah, I didn't yeah. see her. Gabrielle, I was paying no attention. But yeah, like just even with regular people, like let's not even talk about Tristan Thomas. I, I just don't believe that being with somebody that is willing to walk away from a situation where a child is you pregnant with the child or just in general like you got this girlfriend and you out here fucking around with me that is not attractive and i don't think i'm special and you shouldn't think you special neither because if he did it to her when he has the same issues or he gets bored or whatever the reasoning is for him doing it the first time with you he gonna move on to the next bitch and you will be looking stupid now because you thought you were special <laughs> chloe talked all of that shit about jordan and about their relationship and about how he just didn't want to be with her and the baby blah 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 and now you in the same exact position worse because this is a lot more public you know <laughs> so whatever chloe i hope you have baby healthy That's they said the baby got. healthy well, good, good for her. She and she been wanting the baby, so you know it is what it is. Somewhere to put all that misplaced love. Yeah, misplaced to love. <laughs> Let me see here. Target agrees to a three point seven million dollar settlement after being accused of using criminal background checks to keep black folk and Latinos out of jobs. Oh, it must have been doing the shit. Yeah. <laughs> if you were, you agree to pay that money, then you that's apparently what was happening was use background checks to determine whether a black or Latino individual was hireable, but they were not doing that for white applicants. So now what happens is since May 2006 
Any eligible black and Latinos who were wrongly denied hourly and entry-level job wages as cashiers, card attendants, and food service workers will receive $1.2 million or priority hiring. Which means if you put in an application for Target since 2006 and you didn't get the job, you can apply to be a part of that lawsuit that will split $1.2 million between you or you can go to Target and get a job, basically. Fuck the job. That's what I'm saying. I mean, unless you need a job. Well, I mean, I guess it depends on how many people have been doing it. If it's 1.2 million people that they did this to, everybody will get get a a dollar. dollar. (laughs) You know, so if you don't have a job and this apply to you, going to get a job at Target will probably be in your best interest. Well, But But it's crazy because they use their criminal background to keep them from getting a job. So basically people that they wouldn't allow to be there because of their criminal history finna be able to have priority hiring now. (laughs) (laughs) What you get? Stupid. This uh, that reminds again. I I just watched. I just caught up on Atlanta. So that when um when Ern and Van went to the, I think it was at a bar. He tried to pay with that hundred dollar bill. Oh, and she yeah. was like, I need to try to pay with his card. And she was like, I need to make copies of this. And then a white man came up and was like paying with a hundred dollar bill. <laughs> yeah. And he went up and tried to say some shit. That white man pulled a gun out. Like no, just 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 walk away and move on. <laughs> Fucked up, man. Um, it's just listen, man. Is there's two Americas out here? It is. Whether whether a lot of us are willing to acknowledge it or not, there is an America for brown people, and there is an America for non-brown people. Well, in in keeping with that, uh, let, let's talk about Starbucks. Okay. Because so Starbucks is in the news because there were was it two guys two or three guys? Yep, two guys two guys were in starbucks waiting on another one of their friends to come and so they had ordered nothing they were not they were just waiting because they didn't order anything the police were called and they were arrested <laughs> for doing nothing essentially um starbucks has since apologized but they didn't say that the employee got fired or and they actually like got arrested like it wasn't like the police were just called they were arrested and taken out in handcuffs for doing nothing so me i don't think starbucks is to blame for this situation i think they got a rogue employee that they need to deal with but i feel like as a company that the if uh, the reason why i'm like Something needs to happen to that employee. Like you, Starbucks apologizing is cute, but like something needs to be done about that employee to show that they don't agree with what they did. Cause it was unnecessary. Like I didn't went to restaurants before, all all manner of restaurants, and just be sitting waiting. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes you'll just go ahead and get a table, and you'll be sitting there, and you don't want to order until your folks get there, so you just sit. You know what I'm saying? Starbucks. It be mm-hmm. people. Just sitting the fuck up in Starbucks all goddamn day using Wi-Fi and shit. Like that's what Star. It just that's what you. That guess why they got all the seating for you to do that. There was no reason why this should have escalated to where it did at all. So the core of the issue is with the the employee. It is. I won't even go so deep as to blame the police because depending on what this employee told them. The police were acting on something and their black police chief came out and they make sure to emphasize that he's black. Of course. But the black police chief came out <laughs> and said, I don't find any wrongdoing in my officer's hands, which I I, I kind of agree with him because basically, hey, a business, which is private property, 
told us that somebody was trespassing and the police went there to engage with the people that were trespassing asked them to leave they wouldn't and it's, like it's not the police's i don't think at that point it's the police's job to assess whether they're being wrongly put out of the, the place or or not mm -hmm. the job the police's job at that point is to accommodate what that private business has requested you know now the fact that it was two black guys is the the issue because the woman who posted this video said one they didn't do anything number two there were other people in there that were not brown that had not bought anything because number three one of their policies is unless you buy something they can't have the bathroom code they gave a woman the bathroom code without purchasing anything so all of the reasons by which they arrested these young men or communicated that these young men were a problem were, was had to be based on the fact that they were black mm -hmm. because other white people in the situation was doing the same thing that they was doing and that employee felt like they needed to call on them so to me police are stupid okay <laughs> well let me not say police are stupid okay there are some smart police i got a police officer friend he's intelligent but it it is a fact that there is a cap on intelligence by which they will accept you to be a police officer look that shit up <laughs> they denied a police officer in new york at a position in a police force and when he sued they found that police officers they justified it by saying that the work that police officers do is often so um not methodical what tedious, word? tedious and uh repetitive mm -hmm. that people with high intelligence will get bored with the job really quick and won't want to do it so look that shit up i ain't lying that is a situation but police officers are not they ain't supposed to come in there and, and, and ask what happened that's what detectives do mm -hmm. police officers are just the street workers they just perform what duties the people are asking them to do so like i said i ain't gonna go hard on the police for this one but i want to see the how police could have used fine. more discretion at how they handled that situation yeah the fact that like seven or eight police officers were in there yeah i just wonder what the fuck did that employee say Probably that they was in there and like being I said, belligerent. And, and like I said, that, that at the end of the day, this is a whole system of, of white supremacy. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got a, a an employee who subjectively looks at two brown people and treat them different and call the police on them. You got police that come here and, and handcuff these dudes. And I just don't feel like if if, if that employee would have called that on white people and the police would came at the white, I think the police would have treated the white people differently. Yeah. So I'm not saying that, you know, uh, I think that how the police handled the situation in terms of how they're supposed to confront when a private business say, you know, this is what happened. Mm -hmm. But the fact that they treated the black people the way that police officers treat black people when shit happened. I don't agree with that. I so uh, you know Ti and other people calling the boycott Starbucks. I wouldn't say boycott Starbucks, but what I am waiting to see is how they're going to deal with that employee, because it is an issue with the employee. But as a company, that employee represents you, so I am curious to see you how know, they're going to handle that. It's a hard sell because, like I said, I don't, and like I'm saying, I, I agree with you. I don't think they, I don't think anybody have to start uh, boycott Starbucks. I think we need to make those uh, the CEOs and the ownership accountable for when they employees act in ways that are inappropriate to the community. However, if their policy does say that you need to buy something while you're in the store, if they fire her 
by making that call, even though it was in the rights of her job to do so, then they can be sued by her for wrongful termination, especially if she's not in an at-will state, which an at-will state will allow you to be fired whatever reason they want to fire you. Mm-hmm. If she's not in an at-will state, they risk being sued by the employee. So, like, to me, it seemed to boil down to whether they want to be boycotted and lose money on that side and sued by these two men that were wronged or whether they want to be sued potentially by this this employee who may not have done anything wrong by their rule standards. I think that's going to be the difficulty which with which how they handle this situation. But, so, okay. Again, I have been to restaurants where I will get seated and just be sitting there waiting. Because that's the thing. It wasn't that they were not going to buy anything. It's that they were waiting on the rest of their party to get there. So, like, I don't know what, what the rule is about that because... If they waiting on, because that friend came, by the time the friend got there, they was being taken away in handcuffs. Well, when you're talking about a restaurant in which you are seated, they already aware of your presence. They put you down and they know that you're waiting for somebody. And if I go to Starbucks right now, I could just go walk in there and sit mm-hmm. down and just be sitting there. But if they come over and say something to you, which she obviously had to. Starbucks don't do that. No, but how did she know? that they, they had an altercation some kind of way that led to no, her calling the police. No, she the just lady, called the that police. lady is saying, the lady who posted the video is saying nothing happened. Two black men walked in, sat down, sat there for a while, mm-hmm. and she learned through talking to the po- them talking to the police that they were waiting for a family friend. The family friend walked in while they were talking to the police, and then the police handcuffed the boys. Because so she didn't even have no kind of conversation no, with them. Oh, that's, no, okay, well, no, that, con- she had no contact with them. Then there I was no confrontation. Starbucks don't do that. Starbucks wait for you to come up yeah. there. They stay busy. Okay. They don't got time to come outside to the people who who you know. Dealing okay, with so, Lucinda. I feel like that's still going to be on her then because you didn't even, you, there was no, you didn't even see if they planned on ordering anything. Yeah, because I'm sure the rule is that as soon as you come in the door, you got to buy something. If you're waiting on somebody else to get there, because that would be with any restaurant. Even if you sat down, if you just sitting there for an hour, if it take your person, you just sitting there, don't order nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I still feel like that's going to be on her then. You didn't even try to see. Have a conversation, then say, "Hey, so you've been sitting there. Even if you don't come out there, you notice them sitting there enough to where you were bothered enough to call the motherfucking police without having a conversation with them. That's on her. Like she's in the wrong, regardless of what the policy is about not purchasing anything because you didn't give them an opportunity to purchase. You just called the police. Yeah. So I feel like she deserves to be fired." that that wasn't protocol like even if it is that you 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 have to buy something i would assume protocol would be like hey you can't sit in here you gotta already plan on buying like she ain't do shit she just called the police i don't know like we have to know if it's about the manager like well, did the manager agree with it did an employee call on their own did an employee address this with a manager and a manager call but that's what i'm saying that's Starbucks job is to handle this accordingly and people are going to be looking to see what happens because you're right either they're going to handle this employee uh, and risk being maybe sued by her or being boycotted getting bad publicity behind it and being sued by them dudes because the dudes going to sue I'm sure because they (laughs) do shit you had them wrongfully arrested so I don't know that this shit uh, I don't even go to Starbucks that often because it's so expensive. So it ain't even no shit that I. I don't even remember the last time I went to Starbucks. 
You and this damn promised land milk. Promised land milk is delicious, number one. <laughs> and I forgot how delicious it was because I haven't had it since we did that review. I promise you, I want to go buy. I was thinking this a few minutes ago. I want to go buy another promised land milk from Publix. Like, I really do. I bought a strawberry one too. Oh, it's delicious. Both of them. <laughs> Love them. Okay. That, that's all I have. That's all you got all together? Uh huh. Uh, all right. The Seahawks passed on Colin Kaepernick because he could not guarantee that he wouldn't stand for the national anthem. They were trying to come up with a deal un- under which he wouldn't stand. But you know what? Colin Kaepernick is in too deep now. Yeah. He can't stop he now. Can't. No. He can't stop. Mm-mm. And they were trying to come up with a deal that balanced his, his uh, career as quarterback and his activism, mm-hmm. you know, but that that can't include not standing for the national anthem. But the thing is, you know, and this is just me thinking. I wonder what the measure for Colin Ka- what would Colin Kaepernick have to see in society to stand up now, or was he prepared to never stand for that thing ever again in his life? I mean, I'm sure he want to see some changes, but when you got shit like motherfuckers <laughs> getting arrested for sitting in a restaurant or well, that's uh, a, yeah, uh, you know but, what I'm saying like you it, we still are actively seeing bullshit so literally nothing has changed no about anything <laughs> no in America no since Colin Kaepernick first kneeled no and he kneeled because <laughs> of those problems that nobody is addressing mm, and they but still I wonder I just wonder how that change will look for him to stop to stop doing that because right now until some significant change come mm-hmm. he ain't gonna he can't stop standing because then he gonna or lose sitting. so much credibility he can't stop sitting he can't stop sitting yeah. kneeling i guess kneeling yeah well shit even if he just sit down they still got a problem like I don't, if he don't stand this is gonna be a stand, situation it's gonna be a situation whether he kneel or just refuse to get up at all like because miracle but you know, at this point, he can't stop. He gotta keep going. He, he he's doing too many too many good things, too much good work, too much activism. His name has been tied up to so many movements mm-hmm. and so many people who have been positively uh, impacted by his willing. Listen, <clears throat> Muhammad Ali lost everything for a period of time to boycott that war. Yep, and. I think the measure of a true activist is how much you're willing to lose for what you believe in. Ain't no Vietnamese ever called me nigga. (laughs) I mean, he was right. He was. And you know what? Colin Kaepernick took a page out of the book of what white America has told us to do. Don't disrupt nobody. Don't scream it out loud. Don't break off in traffic. You know, this is what this is what white America has said a protest is supposed to look like. It ain't bothering nobody. It ain't doing nothing. It passively, it's just making people angry. Cause miracle, you know, you he has the audacity to passively address an issue that's going on during the time that we don't think he should do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I, I hate to say. I just I I'd rather see Colin Kaepernick not in the NFL ever again than to go into the NFL and kneel. But I mean and stand. But I also I also hate for me to feel that way internally, knowing that that man is sacrificing a lot. Cause I wouldn't sacrifice my career right now for that. 
But he's choosing to. I mean, he could say the hell with it and just, he could have signed with them and, and agreed to stand. He could have did that. That's his choice. It come with some negative. But right now, he in a, a catch-22 kind of a situation because no matter what he does, it's going to come with some kind of a negative consequence. Either he's not going to be able to sign to another team that isn't going to be willing to allow him to silently protest or he will sign to a team, but then he's going to lose credibility with the people who have been believing in his cause. So he can't win right now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no matter what he chooses to do, there is going to be some kind of a negative. He just got to decide what. I mean, what. I'm glad he holding his guns. Yeah. I'm glad that he communicated to them that I can't guarantee you that I'm not going to kneel during the national anthem. I can't guarantee you that. And in their face, he was willing to lose what he lost because they he was going to their practice. He was going to their trials, you know, and they canceled it because of that, man. It's it's messed up. It is messed up. Uh, we had a sheriff out here that said it's better financially to kill suspects than to wound them. And the the, the thing is, that is factually true. I mean, there's no way to shake that it is factually true. But morally repugnant. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that is a fucking terrible that is thing something, to say. <laughs> that's something that you don't say, even if morally, it's true. Morally, that's That's horrific. something you don't communicate. The fact that the agency that is supposed to be out here protecting the community and has had several instances where which it didn't seem like all that force was necessary, mm-hmm. but they used it anyway. They're now saying that it's financially more sensible to kill suspects than to wound them, which starts to make those deaths where you didn't have to kill them look kind of more intentional. Mm-hmm. Uh, a boxer wearing America's first shorts uh, and the shorts like, had a wall on them mm-hmm. uh, was beaten in six rounds by his Mexican rival. I think that is <laughs> fucking amazing. Yeah, he was not playing. Um, I think that <laughs> that's just amazing. I, that makes me that makes me happy inside. <laughs> Total boy up, and he probably you know what he probably was gonna beat him anyway. But like I'm sure that that just gave him a little extra, like oh oh bitch, you got these shorts on, mm-hmm. okay, <laughs> let's do this. But boxes boxing is narcissist central. You know they always doing that crazy shit to try to get in their opponent's head. But you got into it in a bad way this time though, because it got your ass whooped. <laughs> like I said, I don't think that got his ass. The, the Latino, um, the Mexican boxer skills got his ass whooped. Yeah, that too. But like, thereof, but, but look, what look at what the Mexican boxer stood to lose if he lost that match to a nigga with with uh, <laughs> America first and border shorts on, like. It's bad enough to lose the fight, but to lose the fight to a motherfucker being racist in your face, <laughs> I feel like shit. Mm. He had a lot. He stood to uh, lose more than just losing that fight. I feel like because I feel like his his folks have been like, "Hey, what the fuck? <laughs> you let that nigga beat you? <laughs> like, come on." I didn't want to be racist and say essay, so uh, I refrained. It was hard. I got you. <laughs> Um, that's all I got. The Jamaican still, of course, he not seen you now. He know you out here. I just, you know, I don't know. <laughs> somebody well, somebody commented. Yeah, yeah, they commented on the video. He Jamaican. Ain't that ain't no way to get around that. It's a wrap. <laughs> you done? Move. 
Get away. Move away. I'm already in the midst of getting ready to move because my motherfucking complex been take, dragging their feet on giving me my lease. And then, but they want to get in my ass about payment when I don't have a, the right bill. Like, fuck them folks. I'm moving anyway, but it's a, a added bonus to be able to get away from the fucking Jamaican. Like, I literally will go outside and be ready to like walk the dogs and I'll make them go back inside if they nigga outside. Cause I just don't want to deal with it. I just don't want to deal with it. Or I will purposely get on the phone so that he can't talk to me. Mm. I hate it. And I hate having to do this shit. But like, and everybody who keeps saying, well, just tell him you're not interested. Fuck y'all. It's, if it was that simple, I'd have done that shit in the beginning. <laughs> it's not that goddamn simple. Like, obviously, I don't want to deal with the shit. So if there was a way to easily alleviate myself of this, I would have done it a long time ago. This nigga don't care. He don't care. He's just out here being creepy. There is no, there is no boyfriend. Like what? Nigga. He called you on it. He doesn't know that there's not a boyfriend. And that don't mean he ain't right. But he doesn't know it. <laughs> he ain't gotta know he ain't right to be right. <laughs> you know he right. I just want him to leave me alone. That's all I want. You ain't doing a good job at convincing him that you got a boyfriend. What am I supposed to do? I don't know. You should have thought about that when you said <laughs> I got a boyfriend. <laughs> Well, I didn't think this nigga was going to be watching. That came to a head. Now he's said, there is no boyfriend. <laughs> now you out here. Shit. <laughs> poker, I hope your poker face good. Well, AC was at my house last weekend. But, see, that's the fucking shit. Every time a nigga is over, when y'all niggas be over to my house, the nigga don't never be outside. He don't never see it. He never sees it. Never happens. Cause AC was there. He was his car was parked there. Cause uh, he rode with me when we came over here to do the show. But he just he don't ever. It just never lines up right, man. Whatever. <sighs> well, I ain't got nothing else. Look, go check out Zach Morris's trash. <laughs> You'll get a kick out of it. Also, go check the Saturday Night Live skit out with Black Panther. With uh, chat with Bozeman mm-hmm. on it. If you've been ta- hearing seeing a lot of memes about potato salad and raisins and crazy <laughs> stuff in foods lately, that's what triggered a whole bunch of this stuff. That's what that's it. somebody said. That was a her, Taylor Swift song was a potato salad. He was talking about. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, until we come to the next conversation, we out. Holla. <laughs>